Hello, I'm Flopin. I'm a demo singer since 2016 and mostly doing Shader Showdown contest. I'm the winner of Revision 2020 in that category. And I'm also a member of the Cookie Collective, a non-profit organization putting together digital art festival around demo scene, etc. And you're listening to Scene World Podcast. Um, it's the Scene World podcast. Podcast, exactly. Just say it at the same time, podcast. Uh, I'm AJ. He's Jurg. Yes, and in a minute we will talk to um, Naomi Sample, also known as Mike Ritchie. Yes, um, a very, very much known composer um, artist in Germany, and um, this will be the interview. But before that, some news, which he has all of, because I've been. Up to my eyeballs and work. Okay. So yeah. Well, ask, ask me. Ask me about it. Yes. So, what news do you have? Well, um, people ask me a lot. Like, did you get your Turrican, um collection special edition yet from Strictly Limited? No, I didn't. So I asked them. I sent them an email, and I got a reply a few days ago. That's saying, "Hi there." You have been working a lot in the last couple of weeks and months on Terrican and have a lot to show you. That's why we have sent out a newsletter a few weeks ago showing the new exclusive map feature as well as the score attack mode and other awesome stuff. In addition, we gave a small bonus for the soundtrack. We still need a little bit more time to polish all these features to bring them to shine. It is very important to us to send out Terrican and the collector's edition only when they keep up with the high quality standards. And we think that waiting a little bit longer is worth the wait when the final product is awesome. Well, can't disagree here. Okay. We will send out another newsletter soon with more precise information about shipping date as well as taking deeper look into the announced feature we thank you all for your patience and support. Best regards, Paolo from Strictly Limited Games. So that's that's it. Okay. Let's hope that info comes before um, before Christmas. Yeah. Yes, and and also what a lot of people asked us in the comment section of our fancy interview was, um, how about getting their copy of Paprium that they ordered in 2017 or in January 2021? Mm -hmm. And during the Kickstarter in the comment section, you could read that um, Watermelon said that those copies are all being shipped after the um, Kickstarter is done. So that yeah. means you will all get your copies in 2022. Fair, well, fair so far, that's what friends and community people asked us, um, because we are known to keep our, well, our balls into stuff and penetrating people with questions and getting answers. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> not then. you, not you, perhaps me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I like where you to put your balls is your is your business. I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> well, uh, you, as you said, you are balls deep into work, and I said yes. I'm balls deep into writing emails and uh, complaining to people. Yes. Um, right. Well, and other news. Um, the last bit of news I have. The Yandex gaming competition is back. Oh, and yeah. um, so soon. now it's multi-platform. I feel like we and just guess, talked about it. And guess what? One of the panel judge members is um, John Romero. Oh, okay. Yes, who is the Doom guy, as yes, people call yes, him. Yes, obviously. And, um, Husband yeah. of Brenda Romero, who we spoke to a couple of months ago. Exactly, yeah. And that's, that's the situation right now. Um, that would be all from my side. So... Let's jump to Mike Ritchie. Yes, sir. So, <clears throat> today we have another guest, like in all podcasts, and today it's 
Mike Witchy, also known as Naomi Sample. Hello, Mike. Hi. Hello. Um, personally, with you, I've been in touch since many, many years. I think it must be 16 years or something. Um, going back to, to our old email exchanges. And uh, you are actually a ship musician. Yeah, so, and, and, <laughs> yeah, and you are also releasing, um, like recently, on a music cassette, an MC. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and, and also today we have Dennis Karimani with us, our very own Dennis, because he is Remute. the music expert, Remute, the All music right. expert in this group. A little bit, a little bit expert, not too much. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, a little bit, a, a little, little bit. bit. Okay, good. Because he will help H.A. and I, so we don't yes. ask two stupid questions. Hopefully. Is that a bass guitar sticking up from behind you, sir? Uh, yes, it's a bass guitar. Yeah. Ah, very nice, very nice. I have a broken fender behind me. Broken? Oh. Yes. Sad. It's just there for decoration. Yeah, this too. <laughs> Did you use it to defend yourself? <laughs> um, sometimes. <laughs> Ah, uh, it looks it looks very nice in the background. That's that's the main thing. Yeah, <laughs> it looks good. Yeah. Covers the corner. I also have a guitar somewhere here just to um, pose. I can't play the guitar, but uh... <laughs> I can't either. I, about... I learned I learned how to tune mine like uh, two weeks ago. Finally, after having it for several can you years. Play actually, bass guitar. No? I'm sorry. Can you can you play bass guitar? Do you? Uh, yes, uh, yeah? I can play uh, play bass guitar, but um, not that good. I'm not good in any instrument. Really. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the beginnings. How did you get in touch with you know the the um, the music, the computers, retro? How did that all start with you? Oh, it's. Um, it started um, with um, with me. It was all this retro um, chip tune stuff when it wasn't really retro, and because my first computer um, I got was um, one of my first computers was a Commodore sixty four. Hey. Um, yeah, when I was thirteen, I think um, I got in touch with it when I was ten, and I got my own when I was thirteen, and then I started programming in BASIC and. Um, um, explored some um, trackers like Sound Monitor from Chris Hulsbeck and started making my own chip tunes um, when they um, in a time when nobody called it chip tunes um, it was just music because <laughs> it was up to date to use this stuff yeah. no not really but I made my first um, tracks with yeah, Sound Monitor from Chris Hulsbeck and yeah and so um, I loved, um, learned to love the sound of the SID um, chip, and it never, um, I'm stuck with it since <laughs> since I'm 13. Now 30 years. So you began since. more as a kind of, um, I always call this like kind of music programmer instead of musician. Do you mm -hmm. consider yourself a real musician or more a music programmer? Because um, no, um, I think when using trackers, it's, it's like programming. Literally. Yeah, it's like programming. No, and it's not really like programming. I think um, it's. Um, um, I started playing guitar when I okay. was nine, ten, and um, um, it was another instrument for me because ah, I, um, I never thought about programming something. Um, I wrote songs in my mind um, since. Yeah. Um, a, a times the C, A times the E, ah, and something okay. like, like bass lines, and I programmed it um, with the tracker. It's not, um, it's, yeah, you know, and yeah. Um, so I yeah. realized the songs I already wrote on the Commodore 64. So, oh, there was a there was yeah. a time when when uh, musicians on the 64 had to code their own software to run it because yes. it didn't, the software didn't exist yet for the, yeah. for the music so but but that you know when you started doing it it was beyond that there were trackers yes. and things like that yeah the, there there were the first trackers and um mm -hmm. i um i'm not not able to program in um machine code or something mm -hmm. like that um, mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. using the using the software is my interesting so you you yeah. rather started as a Real musician then. Yeah. Yeah, I was 10, 11, 12, 13. You're <laughs> not a real musician. You learn some okay. notes <laughs> and some um, guitar chords from your 
from your uncle or something like that. But yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. I, I like I, how you you say that it's uh, just another instrument for you because that's kind of how I've always felt with. Um, I'm, I was a graphics guy. I still am a graphics guy, and uh, people ask why do you still use the 64 to do it and. My answer has always been that's just what some people use, you know, pencils or charcoal or paint or whatever. Yeah. It's like I, I use the C64. I like the limitations and the yeah. size and all the stuff that you can do yeah. with it. And it's yeah. just another tool to me. Yeah, it's just another tool. I really thought about um, the limitations of it all um, very late, um, mm-hmm. much more later than other people because um, I started using it when I didn't thought about limitations i i i've seen a maximum of of options so yes <laughs> right yeah. right cool awesome but um, um there have been times when um, when i thought okay 64 um, um is enough now and i just play in rock bands and something like that and um, some eight nine ten years later i restarted using this stuff because um, I miss it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of that. Like Rob Hubbard did the same thing. He went and started uh, teaching at a university, I believe, for, for music theory yeah. and all that. And then okay. at some point he realized years later that he missed he missed the chip stuff. And he, yeah. he came back and made some new songs and they orchestrated a bunch of the old ones that he had done. Uh, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, actually, actually the thing is... Um, I remember from the interview that originally they planned to, you know, have somebody a comp, a comp, mm-hmm. and, um, a com- how do you say it in English? A companion, a company, a company, a Tim, yeah, because um, his assembly language knowledge was kind mm-hmm. of, you know, long, long time ago. And mm-hmm. actually, it, it turned out that Rob said in the end, like, no, I want to do it my way, myself. I don't need any help. So he mm-hmm. actually relearned Assembler uh, from that point. Right. Okay. Uh, right. Cool. I, I think that is what you were actually referring to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's also, re- it's also rem- um, reminding me about it because you said um, you, you sometimes did music on real instruments first. And then, like, melted it down for the C64. So yeah. it's actually what people like Rob Hubbard did. I mean, there oh, are okay, yeah. there are versions of sec um, of what was it? Yeah, of Formula One um, from the big synthesizer. And then he melted it down to fit on the C64. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's well, the same you, technique. Actually. You have to yeah. you have to pare everything down to fit on the C64 because you've only got three voices to work with. Right. That's yeah, but, but, there are, but, but there are different <laughs> approaches. I mean, for example, Yeah Runtel, he never did it on the synthesizer. He always did it natively on the machine. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. a different right. approach. It's a different yeah. Right. But we saw well, with like Rob Lowe, or Rob, or no, not Rob Lowe, no. as an actor. Dave Lowe. Dave Lowe. Dave Lowe. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw with him, you know, he had these big orchestral things in his head and he had to shrink yeah. them down to work on the 64. So exactly. it was always kind of like. Like, like what he heard in his head was not what the 64 ultimately came out with. Right. Yeah, I, I don't really remember the name, but um, a few years ago we played a, um, a gig with a tip tune. It was a Game Boy mu- musician, and he um, composed his songs with notes um, on a letter before he um, realized it on, on the Game Boy. Right. There were whole, the whole song on notes and in front of him, and then he used the Game Boy. It's a strange but you thing. Don't, you don't wow. mean Trominal by by any chance? No, no I don't mean Trominal. And we never played with Trominal. Why? <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. But he's a, a different kind of um, of uh, chip tune artist, yeah. I think. He's a, yeah. Well, uh, Jörg Ritterhaus is sometimes hard to catch. Yeah, <laughs> we know we know we know him though. So you know, just uh, <laughs> we can hook you up. Yeah, I've seen the interview with him. Um, oh, on, yeah, okay. on, yes. Between Lovely the thing. interview and the first time asking him, there were five years in between. It's very busy. <laughs> yeah, very busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and um, 
Now, um, 30 years later, um, we released a real chip tune tape. Ching. Yeah. This is the reason why I um, get in contact with you again. True. Um, True. Because it never stops. Chip tune never dies. Um, yeah. And it's we a cassette. An, it's a cassette. Yeah. With, with nice. a um, C64 program on it. Oh, ah. cool yes. thing. Yeah, it was a. Um, we had some um, minutes left, and I thought, what about a, a program on on the tape? Get on so eBay and see if I can find a data set. So what kind of program is that? Kind of um, this is a game. Um, um, I'm. I had a little um, public domain um, games label years ago. Um, oh, really? I think so. In 2000, uh, and we released our uh, the stuff we coded when we were little kids first. Um, we combined it on a on a disc, um, the B soft in um, um, not B movie. We made B soft. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. That's and how I got to know you first. Yes, I maybe yes. Yeah. That yes, was, we that had a little article in the um, Commodore 64 magazine in the um, Go 64. Yeah, Go 64. Go, yeah, yes, exactly. there that was a. Two-sided article exactly. about it, and it was um, um, was um, stuff from 16, uh, 15, 16 years old boys about sex, about violence, and <laughs> all this stuff. And we we um, put it together on a disc just to shock the last Commodore 64 users, <laughs> and we send it for free to them and said, hey, uh, um, uh, no? ask <laughs> reactions, and they were wow. <laughs> You're you're silly and something like that, and then we st we started coding again and made it uh, more violent, <laughs> more sex, something like that, and more funny. And then six or seven discs later, and um, three four years later, we did it and said, now we have done everything on uh, that we can do. Um, this was very funny, and and one of these games, it's a hide and seek game. Um, mm -hmm. Do we call it hide and seek when people, uh, yeah. when kids hide themselves and another one yeah. seek yeah. for them? Yes, and you have to seek um, the Bsoft crew and our friends in a house, and you have to um, explore. Um, it's like a text adventure with graphics and something, and you have to um, to find all the people. That's all. <laughs> mm. And there is a little demo on it too. It's um, it's a shitty demo, but um, yes. <laughs> oh. Yes. Well, you know, in times like uh, nowadays, not a, not a lot of people releasing something. Yeah. So um, everybody is busy with reorganizing their <clears throat> their lives. You know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you look at how many projects have been postponed or cancelled or delayed in the last yeah. two years, so yeah. it's really good to see somebody saying like. I don't care the circumstances. I will yes. release something. Yes. And and um, I mean, music cassettes are really on a on a revival here. Yes, they are. Really? Yes, they are. Yeah. Yes. I mean, our very yeah. own Nick Vivid also made a music cassette release last oh, year. So um, I listened to it. It was great. I never heard about him, and I listened yeah, to it right here. Thanks, yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice, nice yeah. guy. Nice videos also. Yes. Yes, he is. Yes. <laughs> great fashion yeah. sense. Yes. <laughs> yes. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and um it's funny um I um, noticed a tape um automat um you know tape station like a cigarette um how can you call it where you can pull cigarettes from um, a vending machine. Yes, a and in Stuttgart for for cassettes, okay? Yep. Yes, and in oh, Stuttgart yes. in southern Germany there is a, a machine for tapes. And I noticed it, and I wrote to the guy who made this. Said I must have this tape in in this in this machine, and now it's on the way. And in, in a few days, you can pull it out in Stuttgart and get your der Schubfladen um, tape in Stuttgart out of the machine. <laughs> yes, very funny. That's and a cool distribution is, way. Yes, I, uh, there are most of them are punk bands. Um, mm. But there is a chip tune tape between oh, the yeah. pipelines now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I just learned two days ago that in America there are even still DVD vending machines. Yes, I just oh. saw one today. 
I was like, wow, is that still a thing? Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. exactly, Redbox. Despite (laughs) Netflix and all that, they are still vending machines for DVDs. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We live in times where they um, buy more um, vinyl records than CDs. True, true. And we have the um, tape store day, you know, the record store day, and we have a tape store Mm. day. Um, international tape store day and and some years back in uk there was a small revival for vhs tapes yes. but i'm not so sure that is wonderful uh, looking at the quality of oh, those tapes there's, a, there's something to be said though for you know uh it, it's i always had vhs movies on vhs and yeah. just like with cassette you get a you get a glitch or like a crinkle yeah. in the tape, and it's like that's. There are songs that I remember from cassette that I had on uh, from albums I had on cassette, where it's like I listen to it now on Spotify or on you know what whatever I'm listening you know, listening to it on, and it's like I expect to hear this like bloop. That does, yeah, I expect to hear this. Yeah, I expect to hear this error, or I expect to see this. You know, I watch this thing, and I expect to see like the color disappear and come back, and you know something weird go on, and it doesn't happen. And there's something to be said for that, like, like unique, like this is your version of the movie or your version yes. of the song. Yes. Um, yeah. Same thing with records. You know, people are all about the records because when you're listening to it, it's a unique, it's a, it's an experience that is totally unique to yourself. Yeah. Because no other record will sound exactly like your record. Yeah, even the scratches and everything mm-hmm. you miss, right. you will miss when you never heard it in another way. <laughs> right. Right. Yes, right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's um, we also uh, made um, vinyl records on on our label um, years ago. Um, it's mm. it's nice to have it. We also made um, CDs or something like that. Uh, right. But um, the last two um, releases were cassettes because um, it was very funny to um, produce a cassette in, in this time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny. So, and um, yes. And we sold a lot of them, <laughs> maybe twenty or thirty. <laughs> oh. Hey, that's that's not bad. I mean, I mean, I mean, look, look at some uh, game cartridges that weren't sold very, yes. very much, and now yeah. there are high prices on yeah. on on eBay. Look, look at Chris Hulsbeck CDs, the early ones. Mm-hmm. Yes. You can't afford buying them, you know. Right. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and lots of soundtracks from video games. Um, exactly. When you want to get the CD, it's um, priceless. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Priceless. Yeah. Priceless. Yeah. Un un uh, unpayable. <laughs> Not yeah. priceless. Unpayable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I think in general, um, I think the physical media is is having a revival at the moment because I think the people are are fed up with streaming. Because it's it's like too much. You have too much uh, to choose from when you go to Spotify or Deezer or stuff like that. Yeah. But when you choose the physical way, then then um, this is a more kind of collector's item that uh, that you mm-hmm. put some some love and dedication in it. And um, I think yeah. this is what makes it so interesting these days. Because um, you go away from this oversaturation from the Spotify and stuff like this. Yeah. And You cannot um, stream a nail like that on a CD. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's not. Uh, you can stream the music, but you cannot hurt when you hear. All it. Right. You cannot right. hear, yeah. hurt yourself. <laughs> All right. Yeah. True. Safer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I have to admit, I only deal with Deezer and such services when something in our podcast directory entry is broken. But I'm always the one like, hey, the description is yeah. broken or something. I mean, I mean, streaming services are very convenient and um, it's amazing that you can listen to every music ever made. But, yes. but um, I think you can you can easily get lost in the pool of of everything. And yeah. um, so when you choose a particular physical item, then it's more like um, it's a more um, con- conscious. Uh, choose um, of, 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 of item than uh, getting lost yeah. in a pool of yeah. 
Yeah. But it's a good way, yeah. But it's a good way um, if you explore something new and you um, aren't able to buy it because it comes from US or something like that. It's a good way to get into it um, yeah. deeper into um, in contact with the music and something like that. Yeah. But normally when I listen to something on Spotify or whatever um, and uh, more than two or three times I try to buy it online. But yeah, yeah. sometimes it hurts because uh, um, shipping price from, mm. from USA is very, very... And it doesn't get so, any cheaper yeah. anymore. Exactly. No, no, and yeah. then VAT, uh, customs, and all that stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. Added, added to it. Yeah. 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 Mm. It's like when you buy a $2 item from, from the USA, then you get charged like 6 euros from the German post. <laughs> oh yeah, for yeah. handling. That's also <laughs> another thing. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And shipment is $38. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. The post postal service prices in America are pretty st steep. You know. Yeah, like everything from from um, from outside of the European Union, you get uh, charged like uh, a ridiculous amounts of money to import stuff at the moment. Yeah. You have to buy uh, 50 records um, at the same time. Then it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. And this way we almost covered an hour already and felt to me like five minutes. Felt yeah, to seriously. Me like five minutes. <laughs> no, it's been 22 minutes. 22 minutes. 22 oh, minutes? Yes. 22 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Oh ah yeah. ah right 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 right. I was <laughs> I was looking at the wrong counter. I was looking at yeah. the ah, okay. all time. I can tell you something about the new release and who's yeah, um, on it. Who's on it? Um, um, it's a normally I'm a very um, international guy and um, release stuff from um, all over the world. But um, on this and um, this uh, was in cooperation with um, Back to Newcastle. You know. Back to Newcastle, the chip tuner, mm -hmm. um, and he made um, two download um, compilations, a uh, German um, chip tune compilation uh, called a German chip, uh, from Germany. And he asked me if we want to do the, sec uh, the third one as a um, haptic release. And I said, yes, but I don't want to. Um, in the title shouldn't be this German German thing, so um, oh, okay. we um, we um, limited it on um, to German chip uh, chip musician or not micro musician and, and um, trash um, lo-fi musician um, and called it Der Schubfladen. It's um, like um, the first release we made was um, also a Schubfladen. Um, mm -hmm. It was a vinyl with four, four um, bands on it. And this is their Schubfladen on tape. And so we have just um, a, a, micro a micro music compilation from Germany. And then there is a Kit Knorke, um, Betty Blue Screen. It's a um, <laughs> okay, it's, nice, um, nice. Game Boys gegen Rechts. Um, Game All Boys right. against right British. Um, is their motto, and um, we have Poly and Frames on it, um, and Vault Kit. You know, Vault Kit. I think you know. Mm -hmm. You talked about it um, with, in the interview with Tony. Pretty, pretty cool game by musician, you know. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Callisto Ghost is a newcomer. More um, back to Newcastle had a track on it, and Clitter and Melted Moon. Maybe you. Um, oh, Melted Moon, Moon yes. of course. It's on it. Yes. Yeah, Lego Luft is a um, more um, like reggae on on a, uh, on chip tunes, and Lucky Tunes and the Mad Bitter. He makes his um, hard stuff um, like um, yeah, um, mm -hmm. more hard, hard on on two Game Boys and and we mm -hmm. have Di Glitch. It's normally he is a VJ for our um, parties um, in eight poly parties. And he's also a musician. And yeah, and STN. Um, there is uh, this is a joke that we, um, um, there is STN. It's um, a guy from um, Russia, I think. Mm -hmm. 
and he's not from Germany. So the whole concept is destroyed with the last track. We thought it was it would be funny. <laughs> so and and okay. yeah, it's, and Dante's DJ. Some newcomers, some well-known names, and yeah, it's um, a very good. Um, um, dynamic compilation because it goes up down it was is hard then it's silent and mm. yeah you can listen to it um the whole um tape from from start to the end um, now a question yeah. now a question to you music yeah. experts ah. you mentioned at the beginning and um, that this album also contains lo-fi music but yes. i always thought lo-fi music has nothing to do with strip music It's a different no. kind of music, or am I wrong? Perhaps no. explain the difference, because perhaps I don't know the difference. Yeah, you can. Um, I think um, you can make chip tunes and being lo-fi, and you um, you can be lo-fi and using chip tunes. Um, but chip tune, a chip tuner is a, in my opinion, is a nerd with with his Game Boy or C64 or Atari, and he makes um, music with uh, with his old um, computer stuff. Um, but lo-fi music um, combines um, maybe new beats with um, chip tunes and um, maybe a guitar or something like that. A real chip tune doesn't use any other um, toys than his computer, I think. Um, Except, yes, except yeah. if 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 the computer uses digis, digital samples, then sometimes yeah, they have then to it's allowed. Then it's allowed. <laughs> the, the fat beats of the Game Boy musicians are uh, all samples. It's yeah. sampled on a Game Boy. It's um, four kilohertz. Yes, yes, yeah. four kilohertz. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So your compilation is a mix of of kind of different. Yes. Different systems like Game Boy, C64, yeah. and um, Atari is on it, yeah. and um, but also in the mix with some real instruments or synthesizers or sometimes, yeah. And, um, normally, um, most of them or lots of them also use uh, VST plugins. Ah, and, okay. um, mm -hmm. It sounds like chip tunes, but it isn't chip mm -hmm. tunes. Ah, this, the, this is the this, old discussion. Yes, yes. This is, this is, a, this is a, um, a no go on um, real chip tune events. Um, right. Maybe that's right. that's a, that's the whole reason why my own band, Naomi Sample and the Gogos, isn't playing on real chiptune events very often um, because we just use the sounds. Um, I also played um, the solos with a real Commodore 64, but the beats sometimes come from 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 a fat um, song from French House guys and I stole it by sampling it or something. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know I, I, yeah. I, I see sometimes those YouTube videos where people use VST plugins yeah. for NES music or SID music and then people are commenting, but hey, but can yes. you sing this song on a real machine? You know? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, here, um, a very well-known um, artist, um, chiptune artist from Finland, you know, Desert Planet? I've heard planet. Okay. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. um, some friends of us, and um, we have been on tour with them um, uh, sometimes. And they, I think they never used a, um, a chip tune machine like Commodore 64 Atari. It's all sampled, it's all VST. It sounds like chip tune. Mm -hmm. um, but mm -hmm. for the normal um, user, um, music fan, it's, it's strange to hear the sounds and not strange to see someone who's. Um, pushing out um, the most um, of a limited machine. Um, this is nerd right, stuff right. from the retro um, scene, uh, from the real coder scene or something like this. And that's, that's uh, the, there are two different um, different scenes, I think. There's this, this, this um, coder, coder thoughts and this music, music thoughts. Um, yeah, and I am um, a fan of both, and that's why I I, I say what the fuck. <laughs> um, it sounds great. The, the guy is a cool guy, and the song the song is really good. It's, that's the last the last um, reason. Um, yeah, I think about when I say it's good or it's not good. Interesting. <laughs> I, I wasn't yeah. aware that you are internationally so much working on. Um, on the cooperation side with other artists from other countries. 
that oh, I totally um, wasn't aware about that. Interesting. Yeah, it, um, when we started all the things with Naomi Sample and the Gogos, it was in 2004. Um, it was a very international because there was um, maybe you know it a micromusic.net dot org dot net um, it was a platform for micromusicians um, and it was a very good network and when you ha have been part of the network and had an account um, um, you played with um, different bands from different countries and they invited you and that's how it started um, all started and um, our first gig um, and when I didn't thought about playing gigs with, with chip tunes was um, in Brussels um, um, yeah, in Belgium, um, and the second was in, in Netherlands, and the third also in Netherlands. And then we started about thinking, hey, we can also play in Hamburg or at home in Lüneburg <laughs> or something like that. And, and so, about, but we all already had the connection to to the um, international people. And, and then it started that they heard, hey, you play um, chip tune shows. Can you invite us to Germany? And then we invited, yeah, I can. Um, and go to 80 it's a very well known um ah, okay. we invited us in him to hamburg and lüneburg lüneburg is a um, little town in northern germany where i live um and yeah and so um, we know um, here a desert planet and um said hey come to us um it would it would be a sunday but some people will come to your show and when you're on tour and you need a show on Sunday, you take everything you can get because no one is that silly to to organize something on Sunday. When, um, but we had a lot of students which also are able to party on Sunday. So yeah, and and then we had um, the Sputnik Booster and the Future Posers. Maybe you know them. They were well known in. Um, in, in France, and and so we um, have been on tour with some French guys um the second time we played on tour and then we had some shows in hamburg with the bondage fairies from sweden um they they are um, also a band with guitars and bass but also ship tunes it's also the slow fi style more and mm -hmm. we had some cooperations with pocket master from basel and so we had a network and after we played with them all um, several times, we destroyed the whole network, and now we just play in Hamburg. <laughs> no, <laughs> did did it just happen that way? It, I think it just happened this way, right? No, you we didn't um, really. You didn't really destroy the network on purpose. Or no, yeah, we and some other things destroyed the network. We all get got jobs with. Um, we have to do lots of things for, and Life. I got kids, um, and I have kids at home, yeah. the whole, the, yeah, the, you know, um, other things destroyed it all. Now we just play as um, when we ha have a free, when our um, our woman at home say, yes, you have a free weekend to play. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's, uh, that's the whole, um, so, uh, yeah, the, it's the really whole story. Yeah, it's really fun that you mentioned micro music because I think this was a. And I don't know if they're still around. Are they? Or? No. Yes. Um, um. I have been on the site um, yeah. um a few weeks ago. It yeah. still runs. Um, the okay. system, uh, but there is no one online. When uh, um, in 2004, um, you got on MicroMusicNet. It's, it's something like Facebook for yeah, chiptune musicians. Um, and there were um hundred people online. Maybe yeah, a fifty or hundred, um, yeah, but now you go before social networking was a thing. Yes, yeah, and, um, and um, but yeah. now there are there's no one online on it, uh, but it still yeah. runs. So uh, you, okay. we all can restart it if we met meet there, <laughs> but um, <Maybe>. it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I remember mm. around at, um, around two thousand or two thousand one, this was also one of the first. Um, yeah, music networks I was visiting when I was still like um, very unprofessional with my music. Uh, I was learning a lot from the other artists and um, I really enjoyed it there. And um, also one of the first um, real cool parties I've been to was also a micro music party in Hamburg. Around yeah. 1999 or 2000, I was still in school. And Do you uh, know who played there? I think bodenständig. Ah, yes. Pass auf. Now, it's funny. Now, pass auf. Bodenständig. 
I'm, when you mention him, I have to show his record. Yeah. Because I love him very much. Dragan Espensheet. Oh, legend. Um, it's a legend. He also has lots of tracks in the um, High Voltage Sit collection. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Me too. Nine tracks in the High Voltage oh, Sit collection. Awesome. <laughs> Under another name than Naomi Sample. But no, Ooh. I don't find um, the Dragon. Yeah. The, what what is the other name? What is the other name? Mike Ritchie? Um, no, Mr. Joker. That was my coder Mr. name. Joker, based Mr. Okay. Joker. Mm. Um, yes, I was 13 when I um, got this name. Uh, and, and it was, I, it started, I, um, um, I named myself in high schools Mr. Joker um, on summer games or something like that. And then I made music and I took the same name. Here's a, a Bodenständig um, 2000. Ah, I also have it on vinyl. <laughs> I, I collect um, chiptune vinyl records. Um, and it's very, this is the first guy who bought um, the first release of Musikfladen online. Yes, <laughs> when I made the first record, he was the first guy who, um, who bought it on my <laughs> shop. <laughs> nice. Yes. Yeah. Cool. And, um, yeah. Dragan and, and do you know who play, um, also plays it? Firestarter? Maybe Firestarter? I, I'm sure Firestarter played. But I think he was very active around uh, yeah. the early 2000s. And, um, uh, but I don't remember so much. I was like um, 17 years old, still in school, okay. <laughs> when I've been to my first... Uh, chip tune party in hamburg and okay. um but it was it was actually pretty huge scene in hamburg yeah uh, back then and, um, and, and maybe it was on the golden poodle club club no it was um somewhere sternschanze hamburger Botschaft. Ah, okay. Uh, ah, okay it was pretty yeah. huge a couple was a of nice time. people were, were there and um i was pretty impressed as a kid yeah 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 i was a big fan too when it started on <laughs> yeah so, amazing uh, parties yeah. Amazing. yeah i see you are you are going down the memory lane together you yes. guys in europe had such cool th had chiptune parties man i remember yeah. the, the closest thing that we had in the u.s that i recall is being on q-link and they had this thing called um uh, super q that would let you play music through the thing yeah. and right. so you'd go into a chat room and they'd play a song and it was kind of guess that song because you know they were all they're not they're not sids in the way that we think of like like music made for demos and what these are like like dot mus files they sound terrible <laughs> yeah. even though you know Leah, you know okay this is a an interpretation of toto's africa you never know <laughs> there's no you know, and, and everyone's guessing different things, and you'd never get it right because it doesn't sound anything like the original song. But that's the closest thing I can remember to have going to a, like a chip tune party. No, yeah, there are chip tune festivals in the US. There are real chip tune festivals, mm. well paid from the yeah. government. <laughs> oh, yes. Really, uh, you yeah. you have government paid chip tune festivals in the US. Yes, um, there are. I think about um, uh, about the title of this. Um, yeah, we have we have been invited there, but um, we had to pay the flights by ourselves, and that's why we said no, we mm. cannot play mm. there. Yeah, huh. no, I don't um, remember the name. Maybe um, you mean Mac Macfest or stuff like this? No, no. Mm, okay. Yeah, okay. I I don't know, but it's um it um quit. Maybe five years. It have been um, happening since um, 2015 or 16. Mm -hmm. Every huh. year, a fat, huh. big fest, interesting festival. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I, I guess if we Google it, we can find it or something. Yes, I think so too. <laughs> who's the who's the fastest in googling chiptune festival? I think HJ is already googling it. The Blip Festival. Yes, the Blip ah. Festival, two or three days, and there are 20, um, 20 um, musicians playing in two days, and um, they have lots of money for paying everyone, because they get, um, yeah. They unfortunately money. stopped in 2012. They 2012, paid. oh, okay, it's nine years ago, so, yeah. Yeah, it ran from 2006 to 2012. Okay, yeah, but it was, was very fat. So, 
some of my friends played there. Do you know Gwem, this Atari musician from London? Gareth Morris, Gwem, and yeah, yeah, and he played there several times. And yeah, hmm. it's also a friend of us. Um, we had three or four German, German and Europe tours with him. Very nice guy, oh, nice. Gwem. The, the best, the best, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think no, he's still no. the best Atari musician, still. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think of music when I think of Atari. I think of bleep loops. Well, no, the pokey, the pokey shape was pretty good. Actually. Yes. Yeah. 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 Sure. Sometimes I cannot um, um, hear a difference between sit and um, pokey, but I'm, I'm not good in, in getting the differences of um, chips. Yeah. Well, so, uh, you are lucky that you don't have my ears. Okay. You I, hate, I, yeah. I I remember discussing with HJ yeah. the like how the sit sound okay. doesn't yeah. sound like from a real sit, and he's like, yeah. I hear no difference, and I'm I'm like, I hear the difference. So wait, wait, wait what, what were we talking about? Well, we, yeah. had, we had we had some at some point we had a discussion about sit emulation. And oh, oh, yeah, and it's oh, how no. well it advanced. And I was like, No, I don't think so because I can still hear the difference. Oh, no, you can definitely hear the difference because every every SID doesn't set well. I know, I think my argument to that was wasn't necessarily that that I couldn't tell the difference, it was that that each SID sounds differently from right. every other yeah. SID. Yeah. No SID yeah. sounds the same, yeah. so yeah, the emulated right. SID is within the within the um parameters Specs. of, yeah. Of what you would get right. from a SID. Yeah, it doesn't sound exactly like what the SID should sound like, but it sounds like what certain SIDs would sound like. Okay. I would challenge that. But anyway, <laughs> if you mention so much um, artists and musicians, how about a cooperation with Welle Erdball? Never happened? Oh, um, no, it never happened. Um, I ah. know they, uh, they are in another dimension of uh, being <laughs> musician. They were known. But a friend of us um, played uh, several times with him. It's um, from Kiev. Um, you know, industrial music from Germany, uh, from Lüneburg, Kiev. Um, and they played with Welle Erdbar uh, several times. And I asked him how it was. And after he told me how it was, I changed my mind to... To yeah. play with Ooh, them. <laughs> okay. No, no, they are very arty and um, uh, they, yeah, they know who they are. <laughs> we don't care who we are. We all, we all know what is what is meant now. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, we have to stay neutral here because we had them as a podcast guest, podcast guest already. Yes, um, but they, um, I like their music very much, and um, I also like the um, the style and this um, cold. Um, 80s um robot um I, um I like i love this arty stuff but i mm. also know that when we played with bands who are very arty they it was not fun to for them to play with us because we we are um caspers we are music caspers yeah music caspers and, and trash and punk and something like that and not the good, the best combination. Um, That's the thing. Sometimes to destroy a, their show. Sometimes, <laughs> as a musician, you get too much sucked in into your own vision and into your own yeah. concept, and um, yeah. sometimes you just can't make make yourself. Um, we say it in Germany, you can make yourself locker. Locker. Yeah, mach dich mal locker. Relax, man. Relax. I think that's a common problem yeah. for a lot of musicians. I yeah. have to admit, sometimes I'm all, sometimes also some lost in my vision, but yeah. uh, mm. as, uh, I have to make myself locker too sometimes. But Welle Erdbeil made very, um, they um, supported the whole C64 um, scene very, very much. They um, had a lot of good, uh, good um, corporations with coders, with graphic people. Um, they, yeah. um, the Commodore 64 never dies because Welle Erdbeil 
every um, several years remember that the Commodore 64 is still a nice machine. So yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it's so. interesting. I mean, during yeah. the interview, I learned that Honey, the um, the leader and singer of Belle um, Etball, um, is actually also an assembler coder. I wasn't totally aware of that. I didn't yes. even know. So um, hmm. was actually something I learned. Because I thought, like, okay, they, they made some albums on the Z64. They probably got some help. Like, no, Honey did it himself. Um, <laughs> but, yes, saying, as you said, um, yeah, they are from a different universe. Yeah. I, it's, I mean, you can see it this way. They, they, they had a lot of changes in, these, in the members of, of Vele Erdbal. And I, I, I remember I was asking Honey about that during the interview. And he said, like, the members... They don't. Um, they don't matter, you know. It's all about the show. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, is a part of the big story about ship tunes, and um, there are some. Um, there are some nice um, um, big stories about ship tunes. Um, we could talk about. Um, do you know that? Um, um, Bodenständig um, 2000 and Electro Girl were ship musicians which released on on the um, label of FX Twin and when this happened um, the whole scene thought this is the start of something real big shit because and they they made this trash record on FX Twin's <laughs> label it's um, it's reflect. very funny with um, samples yeah. of um, of um, German um, a reflex, yeah, of German mm -hmm. um, Der Tag lebt, Johnny Walker kommt, and they, they destroyed the whole music um, with this album and um, oh. um, then there was a, um, a big moment when um, when uh, Beck, the musician, Beck um, mm -hmm. don't call him, uh, he, I'm a loser baby, so why don't yeah, you yep. kill me this way um, um, noticed um, chip tunes and asked some chiptune musicians to make a remix EP for him. And that, this was a very big moment when um, some of them, 8-Bit, the 8-Bit rapper 8-Bit and some other um, made some back songs in a new way. And everybody thought, yeah, this is a fat beginning of something new in chiptune. And, and then also there was a big moment when Malcolm McLaren, who discovered the um, Sex Pistols, noticed chip tunes and thought um, talked about it maybe one year without uh, and um you everybody thought he he um made chip tune and because um, he talked about it that much and then the the last moment i think is uh, when when kraftwerk um um original um as when when the kraftwerk compilation uh, compilation came out um, Kraftwerk said yes, do this, um, and supported the whole stuff. And it was a big moment too. So, but I don't remember any other highlights about. Uh, so, it was always yeah. underground. So I I already see this episode is called um, "Going Down the History of Ship Music with Naomi Sample" or something. Yeah, maybe. Because <laughs> because yeah. we are learning the. The up and ups of the ship musicians yeah. and the history and albums and how it happened to be amazing, amazing. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff to talk about, but yeah, um, maybe it's seriously. too much in for one episode. I mean, there's there's never too much. I mean, the longest yeah. interview we ever did were was five hours actually. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, that was a historical interview, and I yeah. think the 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 longest podcast was probably three hours and a half. Yeah. So we had some yeah. very long ones, you know. Yeah, the Titanic of um, of podcasts. Yeah. Well, yeah. not you really. Will, not really. We've also done a couple of two part episodes, so. Right, and not really. There is there is this podcast called Retro Compot, and um. the, the shortest the shortest episodes are like five hours and the longest oh. are like 13 hours or something yeah and it was just about joysticks <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so the retro compot um is like uh, they are the kings of uh, langsley uh, podcast episodes wow <laughs> although yeah. their podcasts are not so much podcasts as much as they're just 
bunch of people just bullshitting for hours upon hours upon hours. Yeah. Having, but, but, having but, been there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but um but what we hear here today is actually part of history. That's amazing, yeah. you know. Yeah. My part of history. Um I'm, I'm just noticed some um, some things and uh, I know people who can tell the whole story if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but Dennis yes. Dennis always had some moments like, yeah, I remember that and uh, I yeah. have been present yeah, it, there. So Dennis, um, I was um, I was still young, but I've been there. <laughs> yeah, you had a, um, and you're you're still there. You still go on trip. Yeah, when you've been on a poly, it's yeah, but that. but uh, I think. Um, in general, when when I remember my party history, I think um, I started with chiptune parties, but then I did uh, the classical clubbing route, like going to techno events in yeah. Hamburg and uh, staying, love parade. staying up. Love parade, of course, yeah, it was a thing. <laughs> and um, <laughs> staying up the whole weekend and partying and uh, <laughs> uh, I think the early 2000s were pretty big clubbing uh, years in Hamburg especially and um, um, probably the chip tune scene kind of disappeared or like was absorbed by the clubbing scene yeah. in the early 2000s in Hamburg and so uh, so I have a more techno clubbing background than chip tune party background. Mm. Yeah. But I have the feeling that uh, chip tune, pure chiptune parties are coming back, right? Yes. Because, yeah, because um, clubbing wasn't a thing the last two years. We know the yeah. why. <laughs> we yes. Know why. True. Yeah. But True. I have the feeling that um, concerts and uh, and more concert events are coming back, and uh, I know from many people that uh, they are also planning um, chip. Uh, they, they don't call it chip tune anymore. They call it like retro. Game. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have the feeling that um, the chip revival is here. Would Maybe be nice. Maybe micro music has to come back. Why not? Would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe then. Yes. Your part. So sorry. No, maybe um, Robin Stamm in Hamburg is um, uh, back again with his eight poorly parties. Then, um, yeah, yeah, I've been to several parties from him, and uh, that was always amazing. Always, yeah, yeah, awesome, Mm. yeah, awesome, yeah, yeah, no problem. I just want to mention, um, as a part of this interview, you actually offered an exclusive download. Of, yes. Um, best of music club, yes. including it, um, 14 tracks and the D64 games from 17 years of music flood and label history. Yes, I thought it. Um, it's um, kind of um, sad to talk about a label and, and the music if you cannot listen to it. And I um, listened to all the stuff again. We released. We just released 10 records in. 15 years, I think, or 16. Yeah, it's yeah. one and a half year between the releases. And um, I've um, chosen the 14th best, I think, really best tracks on, on Musikfladen. And you can download it um, from our site if, if you're interested. Mm. It's not very... It's um, www.musikfladen F-L-A-D-E-N dot de de slash best of dot zip exactly of zip yes yeah we'll put a link and to that in the description down. Yes. they will of okay. course definitely and yeah. perhaps Have also put it. some 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 music into it so people can actually listen oh to hey it. now nice. yeah now you're getting yeah. fancy <laughs> we are getting so. fancy here it's it's totally amazing thanks for for this offer it's uh, it's, it's it's great i mean honestly um, this evening I was totally relying on Dennis because I didn't know where we would go to, and now we go to a whole history lesson, and that's yes. always great because, especially here at SceneWorld, we love to preserve stories yeah. and history. Yes. That's, that's how it goes. Yes. 
Yeah. Dennis, so, we so, should talk another evening about yeah, all the stuff we, can, we, we, we can make seen a and, compote of, of yeah. this stuff. <laughs> 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 but the problem is yeah. retro compotes are mostly in German. Yeah. Ah, yeah. okay. And yeah, probably make um, a 20 hours uh, history talk. Like, well, uh, maybe uh, one hour about every musician we <laughs> have, have so, seen on stage. So, um, <laughs> so, by the way, why did you call yourself Naomi Sample? What's oh, um, I'm just a friend of um, of this um, word. Um, um, we have Naomi Campbell and Naomi Sample. I also have a, a Facebook um, group and perfect names for uh, micro musician and chip tuners and, and chip rockers. Um, um, there, there we have one joke. I, I can read some um, some joke um, sure. names of this. Um, I have to go online. So have a minute. Perfect sure. names. Blah, blah, blah. It's very funny. Um, I love this um, this um, kind of humor. Um, I still love it. Um, perfect, perfect. Ah, perfect names for. Nerd rockers, chip tune artist, and retro musician, um, and there are lots of very good um, combinations of real names um, and um, nerd um, stuff, um, like Kylie Mono, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Nerd Cobain. Oh lord, <laughs> that's 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 a name. Sometimes I use it. Um, face no more. Face with P H A S E. Mm. Um, um, yeah, the, um, where are the good ones? <laughs> are there any? Acido <laughs> Domingo and Jennifer Envelopes. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> New kids on the 66 four blocks. <laughs> Um, Samantha Fox, <laughs> Proxy Midnight Runners, um, and there are um, Trafo Deutscher, it's for the German one, <laughs> Deepesh Load, yeah. Hubert 4K, also Hubert K, Hubert 4K. Okay. <laughs> and um, you can read maybe 500 right oh, set man. thread, <laughs> read Manuel Neuer, na gut. Naja, Proxy Midnight Run, uh, Runners, Petsky Kensit. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's maybe yeah. that's it. They're good ones. So, USBGs. So, USBGs. <laughs> oh, one of my favorite is, <laughs> one of my favorite is Bruce Prince Cream. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And you can, uh, yes, join the group. You have a nice evening with reading all this shit. <laughs> Yes, and yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> and that's uh, the Naomi Sample. No, but there is another story about Naomi Sample. Um, I taught, uh, talked about it in a, in a um, newspaper years ago. Um, and um, I was a big fan of Alice Cooper when oh. I've been when I've been 14 or 15 years old. And Alice Cooper told in an interview that he gave himself a woman name. Um, um, because his father was this homophobe guy and he wants to kick ass his father was um, giving himself a, a, a name of a woman that's why Alice Cooper um, gave himself the name Alice Cooper and the same um, I, I, I was fan of this um, stuff um, um, yeah of mm -hmm. saying my father says every um, no uh, You have yeah. to be a real man and something like that. And he says, no, my name is Alice Cooper for the rest of my life. And um, <laughs> no, without being um, gay or something, just to um, say, no, that's not the yeah, way right. I live. Um, and um, Marilyn Manson um, did the same because um, of the same reason. Um, and I, that's, I hope, I hope yes. your family is better. I hope yes, family my family is, is better. My father was also a real guy and something else. 
um, but um, um, and um, I I thought it was a good um, good thing to give myself a um, name of a woman, and, and and there was also a joke in it, and that's the whole story. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, this is some gender fuck in in this name too. <laughs> and yeah. it was very funny when I was booked to um, Brussels the first time, and they all thought I'm I'm a woman. And, and when I came there with a, b a bus full of of boys, and they looked like, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, the funny thing is when I read your name on the lineup from a party, I thought that you're a woman too. <laughs> yeah, so no, I'm Alice Cooper. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, Alice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pablo E. Scrollbar, Johnny Cash. <laughs> It goes on uh, and on. Yeah. Yes, what what yeah. was his page called? Ohm Travolta. <laughs> oh, perfect yeah. names for nerd rockers. If you ah. look, if you're looking for perfect names for nerd rockers and ah. at Facebook, you will find it. Q. Bird Selby. Okay. Oh, Cuba. Uh, iPad like Einstein. Oh, God. <laughs> nice. <It> gets better. <laughs> Cynthia Rawford. <laughs> yeah. Claudia Schifter. Oh, one of my own best is Celine Million. Claudia Schifter. I like that. Yes. Minut Amiga, Bob DIYland. This is not getting better. We should stop this. Yeah, yes, they are not. Yeah, man, amazing. Wow. What's very funny, talking about anything, but not about the label. Yeah, right. We learned a lot. We learned a lot. Sure, sure. I learned a lot from you. Um, when when I've been looking through your whole um, last 10 episodes oh. in one even, uh, evening. You no, did? Not okay. No, when we talked to each other, I said, oh, I have a long time I, I didn't watch your stuff. And then I, um, maybe 10 episodes in three days or something like that. It was, yeah. I learned a, lo a, a lot too. Yes. <laughs> you, you mean, you mean so. especially the podcast from what you mean? Um, your um, online um, your um, visual um, things. Um, the pod I listen to the podcast sometimes at, um, while driving to work and back, ah. but um, um, I watched some of your interviews and something like that. Ah, the historical yeah. stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah we, we had some we had some really really fun ones, especially yeah. especially early on when we had the Siri voices. That was totally like talking to your own iPhone. That was like. What's oh. going on? Here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're all, they're all fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Very nice. Bye. 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 Bye.